Hi, this is Anishka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks. I appreciate your support. The practice of uh, generating um, goodwill or uh, well-wishing sense of kindness. And it's one of several different states of the heart, you could say, that uh, the Buddha recommended is helpful for us to uh, gather, to cultivate, to encourage. Uh, And they're kind of like a map for your heart, for the uh, heart when you're free and on the way a good uh, yeah, map, guidelines. So this first one, metta, is kind of like, um, can I have a sense of goodwill towards myself and others? As opposed to either hating people or ignoring them, or hating myself or ignoring myself. Can I just have a sense of even low-grade well-wishing? Like, you know, life is hard, and you don't know what's going to happen next, And we all have different experiences of health and love and finances and relationship and family and all kinds of things. So, yeah, why not at least just wish well for each other and even for ourselves? Like, yeah, may you be happy. May you be safe. So it's kind of a, a quality of friendship, friendliness, friendship. The translation that often is given for this is uh, unconditional love or loving kindness, which sometimes feels like a very high bar to reach for a state, a state to generate towards others. So I think even just goodwill or kindness, or uh, one of my favorite translations is the force of unstoppable friendliness. So it means like, yeah, whatever else that person or animal or child delivers to me, like I can maintain a heart that has a sense of goodwill towards you. And it often can be uh, easier to maintain that uh, in the face of like maybe little kids who are in your life or uh, dogs, pets, you know. Do you feel like, okay, even though this dog has chewed up my shoe, I was still feed it and generally I know it's like a lovable animal even though I don't like what it did just now or with little kids even if sometimes they might get mad at you and even uh, curse you out such as they know how uh, then you could still maintain some sense of like goodwill towards them you know recognize like oh they're mad right now but you know I love you I can see you're frustrated whatever So is it possible to maintain the state towards ourselves, first off? Then I said this is kind of a map for the heart, because let's say you're able to maintain developing a sense of goodwill, and then supposing you encounter someone who is suffering, who is having a really hard time, and some days that could be you, some moments that could be you. So the recommendation then is to uh, cultivate a sense of compassion. So compassion is like the quivering of the heart in response to awareness of suffering, one's own or others. 
So with uh, compassion, the one that's the near enemy of that, that means it seems like that state, but is not that state, is pity. So it's not like, I feel sorry for you. It's more like, I'm here with you in your struggle. Like I, I can feel that you're in pain and I'm with you in this. Like we're together, not like I'm up here better than you and you're down there, right? So it's together. And then what if your sense of goodwill and you encounter someone who's actually already happy, already very joyful? And some days that could be you. Some moments that could be you. So then the recommendation is, yeah, we could actually be happy for someone's happiness. We can wish that their happiness continues or even increases. So this state is so unusual, there's not even a good word in English for it. Uh, Sometimes the translation is of sympathetic joy or appreciative joy. Uh, But it's so unusual that we actually feel happy when something good happens to someone else or uh, recognize that, that, uh, yeah, there's not one simple word for it. But it's, it's like that. It's like happiness at someone else getting something good or being happy. And then the fourth state that kind of underlies all of them and supports all of them is one uh, that's called equanimity. And equanimity is like um, balance of heart and mind. So meaning the steadiness that can be there even through good things happening, bad things happening. And the steadiness also can recognize that even if I wish well for you, uh, even if I have goodwill for you, different things are going to happen to you. You know, you're going to make your own choices in your life and things will play out as they play out. So it's a stability of mind that can help you to not fall into despair and also not be too attached, right? So uh, many times our well-wishing can be like with attachment, like, I wish well for you. I want good things to happen to you, and I know exactly what that is, so you should make this decision, right? So this is like more spacious than that. So it's all held within uh, spaciousness, kind of. So there's many different ways to um, cultivate these states of heart and mind. And those of you who have been on uh, other retreats before are familiar with some of the different um, methods. And each afternoon, one of us will offer something It's a little different than the vipassana practice, even though you could say the basics of metta are similar in that uh, we're trying to cultivate this sense of kindness, and it's really helpful to have that sense of kindness in the quality of attention that you bring in your mindfulness practice or heartfulness practice. So that's where there's a kind of connection between them. So uh, I thought I would offer one way of uh, doing this practice that I learned from a colleague, a friend in England, in Gaia House, my friend Catherine McGee. I was there teaching in June. Um, So this is a way of, uh, in kind of in brief, approaching each of these four different practices uh, with sort of minimal phrases, minimal uh, words too. So we can try it out, if you're willing. And the first recommendation is that you are in a posture that you're not in immediately pain, because it's hard to wish well if you are 
already in pain, but also one that you will stay awake in, also helpful. We can start by connecting again to our body sitting here. You can feel the breath as it is moving through the body. can feel the breath expanding through the ribs, creating great spaciousness in this area. So as we can feel ourselves sitting here breathing, we can see if we can bring an attitude of kindness towards this beautiful, messy, LGBTQI body. Feeling this breathing, feeling the life within. Just bringing a sense of friendliness. And sometimes a phrase can help with that. Hello, friend. Or even just my friend. Hello, love. And you can rest with this sense of goodwill towards yourself. If it's difficult to generate that, you can bring to mind someone in your life who has a sense of goodwill towards you. And it could be someone from the past It could be even your dog or a grandparent or childhood friend, mentor, brother, sister. A teacher, mentor. So someone who has ever seen something in you that is worthy of love or goodwill. 
So you can bring this person or this animal to mind and for a moment allow yourself to see them seeing you. Feel them seeing you. And you could even notice, what's the good qualities that they see here? They might feel some sense of your kindness or humor, your generosity, integrity, your curiosity, your sincerity, diligence, patience. So allow yourself to feel this good quality that's there in yourself and recognize their goodwill towards you. So you can recognize now my friend. Or dear child. Hello, beautiful one. How are each precious and unique? We each have gifts and good qualities, even if we forget them sometimes. So we have this field of benevolence, of goodwill. We could decide to invite someone else also into this field. So you could invite someone who you naturally feel a sense of uh, kindness towards, goodwill. Could be a friend or neighbor little sister, brother, an elder. It could be the same one that has already come in, that's good. Or maybe someone new. My friend. Dear friend, hello love,
we can recognize that sometimes we're in pain. It could be that that's apparent already. Maybe there's some aspect of the body that's having pain now. Or maybe there's some aspect of mind, heart. So we can think of a friend who has ever helped us, accompanied us in this pain. Even if it's just with a smile or helping us with carrying something or a more intense accompaniment through some process we've been in. I care about your pain. May you be free from pain and suffering. I'm with you in your difficulty. And see if we can hold this attitude towards our own body, towards our own mind, in the areas that are unresolved or challenging. May I be free from struggle. May I be free from suffering. May I be at ease. And if you like, you can bring in someone who is suffering that you know. Maybe in the beginning of the practice, don't bring in the most difficult one in this case. Let someone you know who could do with some support that you care about. I care about your pain. I'm with you in your difficulties. May you be free from suffering and fear. We'll shift our attention to the third, third one now. Third quadrant is the area in which someone is happy, is doing well. 
we could think about some area of your life in which things might be going okay, things are going well. Or you could think about something that you've enjoyed recently, even the sunshine or seeing some flowers. You bring to mind this friend who might be happy for you. Friend, mentor, teacher, relative, parent. I'm happy for your happiness. May your joy increase. I take delight in your presence. May you always be happy. And if you like, you can bring to mind another being who it's easy for you to be happy for their happiness. So maybe a friend that something good has happened to, or even a dog wagging his tail, or a little kid jumping in puddles. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness increase. May you always be joyful. The final quadrant is the area of the equanimity of balance of heart and mind. So we can recognize we have goodwill, we have compassion, we have happiness. And all of these are changing throughout our lives. All of the circumstances our lives are changing. So can we hold this all and allow each other to be as we are? Things are as they are. All of us are on our journeys.
I will allow myself to be intact. You could imagine the others who have been part of this meditation too. I wish this towards them also. I will allow you to be as you are. I will allow you to be as you are. You can feel your breath again, feeling the expansion through the ribs, your heart. Now as we tune into the experience of the body, you can try to rest with this state of goodwill the balanced heart and mind.
dear friend. I'm with you with the pain. I take joy in your happiness. I will allow you to be as you are. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.